What is up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Warthog Gaming Podcast, hosted by me, Hamish Hector. And me, Oliver Barsby. How are you doing, Ollie, whilst I fix you? Because I, I normally check this before the stream, but I hadn't made your face a bit bigger. There we go. <laughs> now, you fill the, now you fill the screen. They could just see a little bit of our weird, janky Discord for a second uh, there. Yeah. Thankfully, oh, no well. personal info. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be getting, getting doxxed by our fans. Um, no, no I'm doing... <laughs> I'm doing good this week. It's um, a busy week in gaming, blimey. Well, a bit busy. Um, it's just been, for me, there's been lots of stuff going on in terms of gaming. But then outside, it's been it's been a bit of chill for me this week. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? How have you been doing this week? What have you been up to? It's been a busy week for me as well. I mean, from like just general gaming, you've got the Xbox Series X launch. And I think, mm-hmm. I'll, and Series S. We can't forget the second hey, console. That's the, the one, that's the one you have. That's the one I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've probably written like, it feels like a thousand guides for this console at this point, just telling you how to do anything and everything, uh, which, is a bit, which has been really a lot of fun, uh, but it does two things. Firstly, now I think I only eat, sleep and drink Xbox information. I, I don't think it. I can do anything else anymore. And uh, it also has made me insanely jealous to be writing out, oh, this is how you can do this on your console. It's like, oh, I wish I had that. You don't have that console. <laughs> thankfully, oh, um, thankfully, it's all really similar. It seems like to the Xbox One X, so I can I can do all the guides f- with my current console because I I think they're because Xbox are trying to. I think some of the design is a bit different, but a lot of the UI is similar in terms of how you navigate. So at yeah, least, a lot of it's is a lot of uh, which I guess continuation. Is like a, yeah, is a good thing if you're hoping to sort of upgrade people, make it a single ecosystem. If everything plays the same it feels a little bit more like that. Whereas, you know, if you had to do a completely separate different actions, anyway, that's going off topic. Um, then the other thing as well, a lot of Destiny 2 Beyond Light, been really excited that has it's finally out, come yeah, along. Uh, so I've been playing so much of that. Um, thankfully, had a, a little loot cave glitch that was able to help me and a load of other players hit the soft cap. Uh, so I, so yeah, so uh, this season, everyone starts off at like level... 1050 uh that was nice of bungie to up everyone up to that pretty high number based on i think last season i was only at like 10 12 at the end of it i can't remember i didn't really grind out at the end uh and then the soft new soft cat was uh, 1200 and the way you do it is just keep playing the same uh lost sector which is a little level over and over again this this particular lost sector is super short you can complete it in literally like three minutes and then the boss at the end of it just drops really powerful loot so everyone was just keep on doing that in the middle of the edz on earth and uh yeah it was really good no well yeah i've, I've seen you know i'm, I'm gonna hint to my xbox series s i've been looking on game pass and destiny 2 is there and i'm being being tempted a bit to be honest but it's not it's not been downloaded just yet because uh, i'm not it's just a bit of effort to get into an into a game like that where that's why yeah. i haven't been playing for a while i'm like i don't i don't know whether i can do that um the two things i would yeah. say that might help you out is like firstly a lot of the content's been stripped back now i think what was it uh obviously last season ended with the darkness completely removing four planets and as someone that's played on last season to this season there is something about now when you open up the planet sort of solar system thing and you see that four planets aren't there anymore and it 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 does have this feeling like, oh, okay, this feels kind of real. Like these people that I was doing quests for just like the day before, now gone. gone. Uh, and that feels like something. And um, they've also introduced like a whole new 
area, the Cosmodrome. Well, it's not new. It was it's from Destiny One, Cosmodrome on Earth, and it introduces sort of a whole new uh, new light system. So if you are wanting to jump in, you have all these quests you can now do, and you can basically see what the beginning of Destiny is like uh, without. I think it's a slightly different story though, because they've also opened it up to all other players. Be like, oh, if you want to try this, it's a whole new thing. And it feels pretty cool, like the progression seems fun and I, I want to try out these new missions and meet these new characters even though technically for my character is in the past. I've actually played more of that than I've played of Beyond Light, <laughs> which is stupid. Been, um, yeah, you've been doing all the other aspects. But, but yeah, because there is like less content in some terms, it's kind of easier to jump in and mm-hmm. a lot of it's still there. Like you can still do, um, I think you can probably do some of the story missions i i would imagine they wouldn't have locked out the red war stuff i i i might be wrong but i feel like those missions were always a little bit separate if you go and get the old campaign so i'm sure they'll just they'll have a way of doing that that will mean you can probably experience it all uh because some of that was paid content you wouldn't want to delete that completely uh but the planets that those missions are based on won't actually exist but yeah it's it's really really good yeah it's it's on my maybe i'll try it out but Interestingly, there's one thing I will talk about before we get onto the Xbox stuff, which is going to be what we're going to, you know, it's going to be a big focus. The Xbox is this week. There's all this Xbox stuff. Interestingly enough, I have not really spent as much time on the Xbox this week, or as much as you think, because I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I've been continuing it on. So I um, got that game when it came out in 2018. I think it was actually probably around two years ago today, um, because, well, around this day. It was the reason I brought my PlayStation to university in the first place. I was like, I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Everyone's going on about it, be saying like it'll be really good. So I brought it and I got, I played probably about half the story. Um, and then I okay. think Super Smash Bros. Ultimate came out and I oh, played it instead. And then I just, you know, got, didn't get into it. And then I was, my flatmate started playing it again. And I was like, I never finished it. And I, I remember I, I was sat there, I still don't know what I was doing. I was like, why did I not finish this game? You know, everyone said it was so good. It won Game of the Year awards, all this stuff. And I think I, I'd got in my head, I just didn't care about the story <laughs> that much. Yeah. I, I just didn't at that point because I think I'd got up to a point. I can now say I've almost finished the story. I'm on okay. the final, final bit. Um, if you've played it, you'll know what I mean by the final, final bit. Um, so, oh, yeah. and I think basically it's one of those games where you just don't care about the story at the start, really, because you're getting to know these new characters and it's not as much interesting happens. And then, you know, it snaps in the second half. And, you know, it just gets so much more interesting. And I'm as much more invested, despite the fact that I've not played with these characters for two years. I was like, oh, I'm much more invested now. Um, and, you know, I've played a decent, very large amount of this game in the past uh, week. And I've almost finished it. Um, and, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Ghost of Tsushima, because I didn't really care about the story in the first half of that either. And then the second half got really good. And I was like, oh, this, this story is really good. Um, but yeah, okay. I've been playing that. And then, of course, a bit of the, bit of the Xbox, a bit of the Xbox Series S. Have you, have you picked, you've uh, got Game Pass, you said, have you, anything you I have ca- Game Pass Ultimate, on? yes. You know what game's just been added? What has, what has been added? All uh, uh, the EA Play ones have. Oh, EA Play, of course. Uh, if you haven't already, Fallen Order is really, really good. Yeah. I assume you've played Fallen Order already. Um, I've played bits, I've not finished it. <laughs> Oh, this is I quite. I thought it was worth finishing. I think the, I don't know spoiler wise, but the final kind of boss mm. fight is really awesome. I think it's a really cool idea, um, and there's so many other reasons I could talk about that game. You, oh, I've just distracted myself, because okay, 
sorry one of the coolest things about that game is i recently watched uh clone wars tv series on disney plus and it's awesome how a bunch of the planets in fallen order were first seen in clone wars and so many of the like basically is if they've just lifted the planets out of those that tv show and remade them in the game things like um have you got have you got have you been to the I place where no you get clue. the kyber crystals? No, I have okay. no clue with that game. I played it when it first came out and I didn't uh, play much of it. It's just really cool how they really stuck to that those original designs and incorporated so many elements of things we've already seen before into puzzles. It it was it was insane watching it because obviously it's great that obviously it kind of in universe it's the same planet, but you know, like even between games things can change. So it, it was insane for me to see like between these two different medium between made by two completely different people it is effectively these two planets feel identical and look mm. identical um and then oh but the game you need to be playing celeste <laughs> celeste oh yeah i did i did see celeste yeah. was added and i was like i think i thought i was like oh hey will tell me to play that i i, I mean oh, i'm yeah. i played it on switch and i'm like i really want to go and get it i feel attachment to achievements so i'd love to go and do that and then also Annoyingly, the final DLC chapter of Celeste came out way after the rest of the game, and mm. it is insanely difficult. And I feel like I probably need to play through <laughs> all of Celeste again to get, get good enough to even it, yeah. attempt yeah, uh, chapter nine. So I, I'm feeling like maybe, maybe not right now. Probably over the Christmas period, I'll find time to just like go through all yeah. of Celeste and beat 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 it all finally because i know how it all ends because i wanted to find out because because the the challenge itself is something that still draws me in uh but yeah play celeste yeah i, I think oh, i do i've downloaded i've um from that i've downloaded deep rock galactic i think it's called not play that yet um dead by daylight not played that yet uh no man's sky as well um mm-hmm. and a couple of other, a couple others um and i got the falcon ear to review but i've not started okay. playing that yet but um what I can say is it's it, it, it's very fast, you know. Games load very quickly. They look really good. Um, yeah. you know the Xbox Xbox Series S is not gonna be the big the big oh my god, every single game looks amazing on it. Because you know, that's it's a smaller console. I can mm-hmm. let me see if I can lift it up here for all you people watching on the stream here. It's like tiny mm-hmm. compared to my head. You know, it's not yeah, that I think big. Before you were showing me like your hands basically your both your hands can cover it up and it's mostly gone yeah. at that point. I'm oh, facing away. I don't know why it's on. <laughs> I think I've got the instant on feature. Uh, so I'll probably have to turn it off because I don't really like that being warm. <laughs> um, but yes, the Xbox Series S, good console. Uh, if you don't have a console or you really just want to get a next-gen console, I'd probably say, yeah, maybe the Xbox Series S is a good good value pick. Uh, if you just want to play Game Pass games, very good value pick as well. Um, but yes, it's, it's been a... A good week for Xbox. They've had a very good time this week. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few hiccups here and there. Um, some yeah. more truthful than others. Some yeah, weirder that... than others. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely seems like... Um, we'll, we'll get into this. Obviously, Xbox Series X, Series S drops. That's why people like us have them. You know, we're we're just part of your you're just your regular guys. We're not gonna be we're not we're like IG your IGN or your insert. Yeah, I don't I didn't get a review copy. We're not getting any review copies. So oh. we're finally in our hands and uh, it's 
it seems cool. I say our hands. I mean Ollie's hands. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sad. I didn't pre-order one because I didn't know what my job situation would be. Um, but the uh, it's been really cool getting to see this all online. As I said, I've written about a bajillion guides at this point, and um, it feels really awesome to be experience another console generation. There's always this sort of big exciting thing, and it, it yeah. does seem like there's a big setup because even though you've mentioned you know your Series S hasn't got the best graphics, it does seem like that Xbox have or Microsoft have really tried to focus on what these consoles are. Obviously, Series X does everything: super fast, super powerful, super good graphics. But the Series S, they've gone okay, well. Maybe someone doesn't care about graphics. Maybe someone doesn't have a 4K TV. I mean, you know, most people don't. I'm talking 4K. And probably the target audience yeah. of the Series S doesn't either. Uh, so let's make it a, an HD console. Great. Well, now we've got that. We can make it. I think it still does 60 FPS, though, on most games. It does, but it's it's, it's a bit sort of yeah. up in the air at the moment. I think yeah. it does 60 FPS. Um, yeah. And then... Um, you know, they've also gone, okay, we can throw in some ray tracing, we can throw in all these bits and bobs, we'll, and, but also we'll make the load times really quick. So even if they are going for this more budget version, the main thing they're losing out on is the 4K ultra graphics, not so much the uh, game experience, which most people yeah. really want anyway. Because if you don't have a 4K monitor, who cares if you couldn't no, play it's, it? It's, exactly. It's still, it's a good price. To- it's all good. Um, you know, I'm just gonna. I don't think I'll ever buy a game for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, my Xbox Series S. I think it will exclusively be Xbox games. You know, um, just because if it comes out on a PS5, I'll probably get on a PS5. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I'd probably get. I, I I'm debating whether I, I want to get an Xbox. I still have my One X right here, uh, but I, I'm thinking I'll probably hopefully get a PS5 when those come up for. Uh, regular order and i might i might get a one x it feels like sort of if i did if i got the series s that wouldn't be an upgrade really yeah the sense? one x is still very good it's still very good isn't it yeah because i think it's it's that it depends on things so like, i'm lucky I, I do have a 4k uh tv here at home Ooh. uh thank, thank you lovely parents because I'm, I'm in their uh-huh. house uh so i can play at 4k but so, I, but I'd lose out on that with the Series S. But I get faster load times. It's debating which. Yeah, because sometimes those load times are annoying. But who, who cares? Like if I'm playing Destiny Two, a lot of it's servers and ish, and internet. So I don't yeah. know how much like my Xbox yeah. is really going to yeah. help. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, uh, you talked about some of the news stories this week. Uh, there's a lot of just Xbox. It's out news. Uh, but there's also been some stories circulating online, and I wanted to go with. Uh, my favorite were these videos that started popping up all over Twitter, Reddit, yeah. YouTube, wherever you can watch video content. Uh, the Xbox Series X was smoking for a lot of people, and eventually, thankfully, this came out as fake. And I've got to say, I'm surprised it took people so long because I watched some of these videos and went, I mean, that's obviously fake. At the start, it's like this really big puff of smoke, and then over time, it just suddenly dissipates. And like, there is yeah, no the- way that. That's not real somehow. Mm. Thing for me is because I did write this up in an article first. Uh, when this broke, I got sent this out. Quickly types it up. I there's this the big. I know the video you're talking about. If anyone's not seen it, it's this big. It's the Xbox there, and a massive burst of sort of smoke, like plume, goes up in the air. Um, and that yeah, I do. I looked at it. I was like, okay, that's that's too much smoke. This tiny little box make. The one yeah. I got sent, um, which I was a bit like. Oh, this is very interesting. Was it was just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit, and I was, and it just kept going, and I was like, "That's 
it looked more realistic for me. Yeah, then I saw fair. that one, I was like, okay, this is a bit dubious. I don't really know. Often when they say where there's smoke, there's fire. I think in this case, it's one of the few cases. I can definitely see, like, if you'd been sent, if you were yeah. watching a video, maybe slowed down, particularly the end where it is just a little bit, it would make a lot of sense because you think, oh, maybe some dust has got in there. There's been a lot of complaints about the machine potentially being really super duper hot. So suddenly it's like, ah, okay, that could happen. Um, you know, I'm watching a, a video over here on Eurogamer and you can see uh, basically this, the way it's done is with a vape pen. Um, Xbox then had to did have to tweet out, don't, uh, don't put yeah, vape they, in your thing. It, it was think... confirmed, wasn't it? They, they confirmed, well, this Xbox official, unofficial account um, tweeted out this video where I'm going, right, here's how you do it. And they just got a vape and they went and did it. Put it on the side of the Xbox where the and it all came rose up to the top. Yeah, I think you have to. Um, yeah, I think you have to be doing it on like a specific screen where it gets your fan to like a setting so you can just get your fan to go super fast. But yeah, you know, I think like I think it's one of those things though. It's sort of like obviously if your console is smoking and you haven't put any vape up it, maybe do turn it off. No, get it checked no one out. will believe you anymore. No one will believe you. <laughs> but um. You know, I think this is another thing of, like, be careful what you see on the internet. It's not all yeah. real. Um, but also, like, yeah, sometimes, though, it, it can be still be good to be like, hey, your Xbox console might smoke. So I think it's good that people are getting out there and warning about it. Um, yeah. The thing I thought, my, my, when I saw it was fake, or when it got confirmed as fake, my first thought was, you've just got this console, this £500 console. You know, it's a lot of money, and you you decide to go and blow vape smoke inside it. That doesn't seem like <laughs> the best decision. You know, that, I don't know that much about the chemical makeup of vape smoke in terms of what it and the residue it could leave. Um, but you know, nicotine in there often. I, what I'm thinking is, you blow that in there. What's going to get stuck inside your console? What oh, particles will be yeah. left? No, you, there is there is going to be like sticky gunk in there. That's like, be building up and it's like oh because they'll be have to like particularly if you, it depends what vape you're using but particularly if you're using like a flavored one which mm. most of them are there's going to be stuff in there that's not going to be great even if it's like a mint one or just a sort of a plainish one there's still going to be nicotine and other bits that are all mixed in that aren't going to be fun to get on all your electronics yeah it was a, i think xbox as you said did put out a tweet saying do not do this please don't don't vape put vape smoke in your xbox it's not safe and it will not help your xbox um so i hope i hope people believe them and hope people don't try and make this effect happen uh, i know i for one will not be doing anything like that ever no well, uh, i value my money yeah well also yours i think a lot of the videos seems to be with an x i wonder if it works with an s because that might that <laughs> might protect i'm not going to try it but i think it probably will it still, <laughs> it still has a bit it. at the top and the bit on the side the circle um uh, though one thing that does seem to have a little bit more credibility to it is that there seem to be some problems with disk drives. Uh, I've seen that floating around. I've not seen so many yeah. sort of debunking videos with regards to this one. So uh, this this could be a slightly bigger issue, obviously, if your disk drive doesn't work. Uh, if you want to play physical games. Thankfully, I'd probably be fine. I love digital, but... Uh, Ollie, you're, you're I'll the disc. I'll be fine fan. on my Xbox. Oh, your Xbox Series S. There's no one. It's not got a disc drive, so yeah. <laughs> We're both okay, but if you're someone that likes discs and has a Series X, not great to have uh, videos sort of showing off that your Xbox is going to be worrying loudly and making weird noises uh, when it's taking a disc in. 
Yeah, yeah it's been it's been uh, it's one of these times where I think internet trolls as well are just going out and saying lots of different stuff about it. Um, so I'm not sure how much of it is true, how much of it is not true. I think you know Microsoft has apparently like said a few of these disk drive issues aren't real when it's like running for loud, but I think some of them, you know, the Xbox isn't accepting disks or sometimes it's just not working. I think these are genuine issues which ones have. But, you know, some of these defects, you can't, it's bound to happen. You know, millions of these units have been made. Um, it's just come out. It's like the first day they come out. Millions have been made. There's bound to be a few issues, you know. There's always there's a sort of the age-old age adage in video game development, and I guess it also translates to hardware, where you can do all this quality assurance testing, you can do all this testing, but ultimately, at the end of the day, the, the main QA testing, as you could call it, will be the people who have this product yeah. on like the first few days. That's why patches exist. That's why software updates exist. Firmware updates exist. Um, obviously, it'll be a bit harder if, if it's actually the hardware, because then that's the whole other issue of you know, having to fix the hardware, which is not as easy. See the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons, for example. Mm. Um, but I, still I think... still a fiasco today. Yeah, I think it'll probably be okay. Uh, yeah, hopefully these people get their money back. Hopefully... Uh, they if they don't work or they get a new console or yeah. hopefully again it's just a hoax and these people don't actually have faulty xboxes yeah it's one of those things so i think in all of these cases it's because particularly this generation it felt like there were you know i made a joke about how we didn't get sent any but there did seem like a lot of content creators all over the internet were sent them particularly because i think content uh -huh. creation has become so much more broad since really at the beginning really at the beginning yeah. of the previous generation but it feels like you know even fairly minor youtubers with like a, a couple of like a few hundred thousand followers were being sent something whereas i feel like before you'd have to have been like a few million subscribers to get your hands on an early console yeah, you know? i think it's it's as well because there's not been as much in-person promotion this year because of obviously yeah. coronavirus so they're like well because i think i read something and if obviously talking about xbox but playstation were originally the original event release revealing the um ps5 was going to be in this big new york outdoor sort of space that i think might be might have been outdoors where they would have projected the ps5 sort of console onto some massive screen onto some building or something and it's gonna be this big whole event oh so it'd be one-to-one -one scale so you'd see how large you need <laughs> yeah room for this it. is how big your room must be <laughs> Uh, and obviously that didn't happen because of coronavirus. So it's, they've got all they've either got all this big marketing budget available, or they've just like got to completely redo the plans. And obviously one of these easy ways is well, we just need to create loads of videos or get people talking about it. We can't just you know make a video ourselves every single hour. Let's get some content creators out there yeah. sharing the words, doing free promotion for us, which it, ultimately it lots of these things are. Um, you know, and yeah. it, it's yeah, lots of people have. Uh, I can't, I'm saying I'm a bit jealous of people got them early, but you know we'll get there one day. We'll get there one yeah. day. I'm not, I'm not, not bitter. No. And you know, I think what is also interesting though with some of these stories, like where it's sort of hard to work out whether they're hoax or not. In all of these cases, it's sort mm -hmm. of like, well, so many people had them early, and no one really reported on this. Like if someone had had it, I don't know. Insert famous yeah. content creator here, but like my Xbox is smoking. My Xbox disc drive doesn't work. I feel like someone would have had it i'm not saying it's not like possible that these things could happen for real like you know disk drives can just go wrong and it can even be you know 
how did it get carried in a box? Do you know, did you drop it at some oh, point? Yeah. And did, suddenly... uh, so a postman just throw it. So I know my, uh, this is a bit of a cover. My Amazon parcel, because I was sort of waiting here and I don't know if you rang the doorbell or I didn't hear it, um, but I saw him walking away from the thing. I looked out my window and I was like, has he just, where's the Xbox? He just left it. I opened the door and he just left the box outside my door. And I was like, <laughs> that's an Xbox in there. Don't leave that outside. That is a risky thing. Well, it was like in a, in a I assume in an Amazon. In a big Amazon box, but out of all the days when yeah. people would be on the lookout for big boxes. I was yeah, like, oh, luckily, as in I got there within a minute of him leaving, so I was fine. And I'm glad he didn't, you know, send me, give me one of these things, these Royal very Mail annoying. delivery things. Very yeah. annoying. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, it's fine. Um, so I've got it. But that's a little side story. Yeah, people, I've seen yeah. videos of, you know, UPS drivers or other people just, you know, getting a box and they'll just chuck it on the porch or chuck it on the, to someone's thing because they don't know what's in there. You know, they could just, oh, big box. Probably just, I don't know, some clothes, chuck it over there, some shoes. Yeah. Um, I don't want it. I've, I've been ordering <laughs> quite a few bits recently. No, actually, to be fair, postman's been pretty good. Knocks on the door, uh, steps oh, away a bit. Oh, I pick stuff up. That's been... why we talked about your postman fiasco last week with the guy leaving it on the, uh, on the bin or something. Oh. That was on Amazon, actually. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Amazon have been weird. I was going to say that as well. Amazon have been weird, but Royal Mail have been doing me really good. I've got some stuff from Waterstones recently. Very good. I love uh, I love buying books, even if I don't read them. <laughs> buying books is fun. Uh, and uh, they, uh, yeah, they've been really, really good to me. And, uh, but yeah, d- delivery drivers are weird because I was saying for a while, Amazon would just put parcels underneath my back gate. And, and it's it's difficult to get to my house's back gate here. It's, it's down a separate side alley. I think there is a sign on it that does say my, like, the house name. So they could work it out that it... Or did that get removed? I feel like there's still one, because we changed our gate recently, but I don't know whether we kept the sign. Anyway, potentially they'd be able to work it out, but still, it's odd when there's a front door, you could just knock on it yeah. and leave it. Um, it's very I was my other funny story of um, putting uh, of uh, it's not that funny, but I was really proud of it of post delivery stuff. Is I knew a delivery was coming the next uh, uh, the next day, but I'd stayed up really late trying to just grind out finishing my dissertation uh, earlier in the summer. So I just thought, okay, I am not going to be awake in time for this. <laughs> I think it was about four in the morning, and I thought, okay, I've all, I've got it all finished. I, I'm just going to go to bed and I'm going to sleep through any alarm. So I got this big, like, white clothes box, emptied it, uh, like, washing, uh, you know, dirty washing basket. Uh, but it's, it's a box with a lid. Uh, emptied it all out into a second one. Uh, so I had an empty box, put that outside my house, and then left a note on my door saying, I was up late working at a station. Uh, please put any packages in the white box. And then I got one of those Royal Mail delivery slips through and it just Aww. said, in white box. It was oh, in good. white box, but it was the it was the fake out of like, oh no, they've they've just not delivered it. They didn't read my sign. It's like in white box. It's like yes, I've won. I've done it. You've got you've got it. You got the got the thing. All very nice. Yeah. I should have given, I should have given my post a <laughs> box of chocolates, but we have a few different ones, so I, I didn't know who would get it and I didn't know who would die, uh, but it was good. Yes, well, my Xbox is safe and sound. Hopefully, my PS Five is. I'm. I'm not a bit more worried, but I'll be more concerned. I really want to. I'll be sat there looking out my window like this. I'll be like, come on, come on, come on. I guess 
I guess that's the advantage of being like at home learning for most of uni right now. So you can just stay at home. Right. It's on Thursday and I have a seminar on Thursday. Oh, at no. four, and I'm like, I leave at three. So it better come before three. If it doesn't come before three, I'm going to have to, you know, sub in one of my flat. Luckily, my other flatmates also game on. So I might be like, yo, just go sit in my room, put your laptop on the windowsill, <laughs> watch something on there and wait until two delivery vans because we've got them from different places so it's gonna be uh. who turns up first or maybe both at the same time <laughs> oh, theirs gets but... delayed and so they steal yours and be like oh, yeah no yeah, smith mine... didn't show up it was the other it was the other people i'm I, sorry I will be oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a stressful day a stressful day but it'll be all all be worth it in the end this time next week you'll be you know i'll be there but like, yes, my playstation's very good thank you that's hopefully <laughs> hopefully hopefully but uh touch wood yeah well once we look ahead to the future of gaming in that regard uh, potentially the future of gaming in a different field is going to be changing a little bit uh because you told me about this already so i don't know too much about it uh, so you you take the lead on it but uh espn are apparently shutting down their esports coverage yeah so espn doesn't look good of all sort of the mainstream sports coverage, credit where credit was due where in the past, you know, they were pretty well staffed. They had quite a big production budget for all these mainstream sports ones, you know. They actually would show and cover all these new esports games. But unfortunately, as Hamish so you alluded to, they're shutting down their entire esports division apart from work, which is already going on. Um, so it means they won't publish articles or news stories. The social media channels will be going down. You know, all the coverage will be gone because ESPN, I think it's just because ESPN is well struggling in general. Yeah, sports uh, is not going sports, on a lot right now. Yeah, sports not going on as much. Um, so they're having to make loads of redundancies anyways. And unfortunately, the esports division is not being saved. So the esports one will be gone as well. And I just think it's one of these things where I'm like, it's such a great shame because seeing, for me, seeing it like esports covered in a, I want to say, yeah, even though ESPN is not as traditional, a traditional sort of coverage uh, sort of place, it, it it was really cool. I was like, right, this means, this is solidifying its position within mainstream media. It's going to, you know, be much more, um, hopefully much more supported in the future. And obviously now, four years after it was first created, I think it was 2016 it was created, um, it's being closed down. I think there's a quote here. They said it was unable to re to achieve the reach or scale to break through or make a meaningful impact on the industry, and that's a, a, a close set of source close to the deal. Um, it's got some rights for other games and stuff at the moment, like F1, Madden, 2K, uh, the V10R League. All these things are coming out in the future, and I think they are going to be still committing to those contracts. But it's obviously just in the future because of the COVID situation, as we've sort of said. Where unfortunately. Unfortunately, they're going to have to, um, yeah, close down. So I don't know what's really going to happen with the future of esports coverage, um, sort of in a mainstream traditional sense, in no sense. Yeah, um, so ESPN, like these, I, I don't really know. I think it's interesting because, you know, I was trying to say that uh, when I was sort of saying, like, the future of gaming, did I just cut off? Oh, you still have uh, Technical it. difficulties here. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just. Technical difficulties here. On my phone. Oh, uh, well. I can still hear you, so <laughs> there we are. We're back. There we are. I'm back. It, the the stream was still going. It was just the my the phone screen that I've got here, so I can see you at a decent angle because the monitor's over there where everything's on it. Uh, that that cut out. I don't really know why. Maybe my 
uh, cable hit it. But um, I also just want to say that I think that for me, this might put the sort of the future of esports in a bit of jeopardy because, you know, even if it wasn't having the reach that ESPN really wanted, it was mainstream. So even if sort of one of these, because I think the thing with esports is you'll have really dedicated fans and they'll probably go to the dedicated esports places. You know, if they're into League of yeah. Legends, there'll be a League of Legends site they'll go to. If they're into uh, Valorant, there'll be a Valorant site they go to. If they're into Fortnite, so on and so on. So it might be harder for someone to that's a bit more general to try and come in and take up lots of that pie because they're doing a little bit of everything. But what that had the opportunity to do is maybe someone's watching ESPN and they think, well, I like their coverage of this thing. I, I've heard of esports. I'll try it. Or I don't, I don't quite know how ESPN works. If they have like a, a TV channel, maybe, you know, they're doing the football, rugby, American football, they're doing yeah. basketball, anything. And then it leads into a Fortnite match. You've been like, maybe just you have it on in the background by accident and then you're actually engaging in it and you think oh this is fun and you might keep going back to it so i think that it's a shame then that it had because it had that potential it's it's one of those things esports because the sort of industry standard so we'll say is all these of um competitions and everything usually seen uh, streamed on twitch for free isn't it it doesn't cost anything to watch them yeah um you can just watch them on there and you can like donate well not or it's just adverts on there. So having them off Twitch, or if they're on actual TV channels as well, disrupts that flow. It can work in a sense to get sort of traditional viewers in, but it's, as you said, it, will the core audience engage? They'll have their sort of online places to go. Um, I mean, even, you know, BBC does a tiny bit of coverage of esports um, on the BBC Sport thing, and I do, I see it occasionally, and it's got a good, like, ranking, and obviously it's a, big prominent respected site so maybe people might watch it and might read it but it is just i think can it capture the key audiences to um to, to sort of properly con pro properly justify itself having it because you know yeah. it's all well and good as saying oh it's so cool um espn bbc oh wouldn't it be so cool if all these mainstream media uh sub outlets had esports coverage had more games coverage but for them they'd obviously have to ask themselves the question well we've just done we've we're already facing issues that it is with funding, with making money. Can we put funding, can we put resources behind an esports division if it's not going to make us money? And the ultimate, that's ultimately what it does come down to. Is it going to be sustainable? Is it going to be profitable for these companies? And in ESPN's case, hit with probably less average revenue, probably maybe lower viewers. I'm not really sure um, in terms of what's been going on in that. Maybe lower viewership. Um, yeah, it's, fortunately, seems like it has had to be made redundant, um, which is yeah. really good. Great shame to the both the fans of it, the staff there. Yeah, yeah. Because I think total, uh, they needed to make five hundred drop cuts, uh, which are being done by um, laying off three hundred positions. So obviously, that's most. That's pretty much the entire esports team, uh, and then uh, their uh, two hundred places. Basically, they're not going to fill. So there are 200 vacancies that they're not going to uh, hire people for. Um, though, actually, I was just reading a quick line because um, there were two things. Firstly, it looks like they'll just, ESPN still will be doing a little bit of coverage, but it might be more like the BBC's coverage, where it's a bit more sporadic. Uh, they still yeah. recognize it as an opportunity to expand. Um, I'll read the quote, actually, just as a quote rather than 
paraphrasing it. Uh, we recognize esports as an opportunity to expand our audience and will continue to do so through coverage from the broader team for major events, breaking news and coverage. So rather than having daily updates, you know, if there's the big Fortnite tournament, then they'll probably cover that. If there's some big breaking news, I don't know what would really count as big breaking news for ESPN, but maybe something like that. Then there, I guess you might have some issues with some games. Um, you know, what are they going to yeah. cover? You know, League of Legends maybe isn't everyone's best game to just jump into as es uh, as esports if you're just sort of a general watcher. But that's one of the bigger esports. Whereas I think some of the ones you mentioned, I remember you mentioning like F1. That makes sense in esports to get into because it's like, oh, I watched the F1 driving. I'll watch this F1 game. Yeah, they are some really ones good. where. When, when I guess when people pitch to ESPN, for example, they could probably use what you're trying to say. You know, they'll be. It's I, I'm obviously I don't know I don't host esports events or anything, yes. but I'm imagining it's very appealing to for these companies to have similar sort of ones. And it is it is a you know, this is a tough one. Hopefully, you know, with uh, if it's because of the COVID nineteen thing, hopefully in the future maybe there yeah, might maybe be pick up. Of, yeah. I, I imagine the other thing as well with COVID sort of swirling around, which might be, I, I don't know how it's affecting the esports industry, but obviously some sports is able to open up. I know here in the UK, the big one is the Premier League uh, is opening up at yeah, least uh, so people can watch. Yeah, there's just yeah. no one could go into the stadiums, unfortunately, but that's yeah, but You yeah. can still have that. It's readily available. Whereas obviously, you know, there are esports tournaments are hit a bit harder, you know, it requires everyone to be inside. You don't normally play them outside. If you're in a team of people, you're often all right next to each other. So you can look at other people's screens. You know, if you watch it, you'll have like five or six computers all next to each other. You have the coaches. Everyone's getting really close. And obviously that's not really COVID safe. And potentially, you know, there were talks about having like Evo done over the online. I, I think uh, there were plans with that at least. I don't know whether it actually went ahead in the end because then there were internet issues. You know, if you, yeah, particularly with... Yeah, with a fight, fighting game, it's, you know, split millisecond decisions. Like, fr frames can make the difference between whether you block an attack or it finishes you off. And, uh, yeah, the moment you introduce even a little bit of lag, it can suddenly become a whole different ball game for these top pro players. For you and I, Ollie, probably wouldn't matter. Uh, yeah. We'd probably be still just as bad. Yeah, I would not. I don't think I'd beat any, anyone nearly you know anyone who's anywhere near the top has still get absolutely crushed but whereas whereas you know with uh some of these top players you know there's that famous clip of this guy that blocks like a 12 hit combo so this he, he just managed to pixel perfect frame it every single time and it's insane if there'd been even a little bit of internet lag he'd have messed that up he'd, be, he'd have been out yeah. so um i i think obviously i think i, I imagine covid's probably hitting esports quite heavily and yeah, this is another one of those. Um, yeah, I'm with still, you. Yeah, it's, a, it's an odd time. It's making a lot of. It's still probably making enough money, but I think as well, it's just it's just so much uncertainty going around at the moment as well. So, yeah, it's just, it's a sad situation. Hopefully, I mean, there's still loads of other outlets to cover it, of course. Um, you know, there's lots of other gaming websites, lots of other places where they actually have dedicated esports coverage. So, I mean, from a fan's perspective, they should have be okay it just depends on you know how how the sort of the, the staff do of course as well how well the um the coverage goes on and yeah hopefully it'll bounce back esports not dying esports is oh yeah no i'm uh, 
I was actually reading a few bits just a second ago, and it actually looks like esports did quite well out of the pandemic because I'd forgotten there was the Premier League. Um, play, some players would did like a FIFA tournament, didn't they? There's been there's been lots of stuff. There's been a you know as I've said, everyone's stuck inside, so they're like, well, we can't watch sport. Let's play a game which plays a sport, yeah. um, which is a great opportunity. Um, so yeah, it's optimistic about the future of esports. Um, I think it will hopefully get more institutionalized in the future. I'm still hoping eventually it'll make it in its way into the Olympics. That would be so fun. But I think there's still a lot of people who... The Olympics. The Olympics, yeah. But I think just... If they did a step one, it would be cool. But I think get it get it into the main ones. But I guess you can't really do that because it's a, it's a commercial property. Like these games, obviously. Um, so the Olympics, where it's like, I guess, yeah... A widespread tournament across different games as well. That would be very cool. I think that, uh, I think that could be a lot of fun because, as well, I because I, I think you're right that one of the big issues with getting something into the Olympics is sort of like okay, well, what games do you pick? It suddenly becomes way more commercialized. You know, Overwatch is an owned title, but which version yeah. of Overwatch are you picking? You know, can you put owned title owned content into it as a sport in the Olympics? You know, yeah, is that probably not you know no one owns um like football no one owns running yeah <laughs> no one, no one owns these things it becomes such a thing then it's like okay because you know there are sports that will drop in and out of the olympics you know i think at one time golf was included just, uh, obviously... I think last time, yes so it will be in this time as well uh so it's just then like okay well if you drop golf or some other game you know some other game you know maybe you drop badminton one time that doesn't obviously have a commercial success, as you're saying. No one owns these sports. No one owns football. So if football wasn't in the next Olympics, no one would necessarily lose out. But then it's like, well, is Overwatch going to be here? You know, uh, Activision Blizzard are going to be making sure it is. What games do and don't you pick? You know, do you pick Apex Legends and Fortnite and PUBG and all the other battle royales, or do you pick just a couple? You know, I'd say that Apex and Fortnite are pretty different to each other. So then maybe you'd pick a, a third one, but say PUBG, other than the building, that's quite similar to Fortnite. So do you go for both those or just one or the other? If you're going for um you know um you know PUBG versus say uh what's one is it Daisy? No. Uh Warzone. Not... Warzone. Yeah Warzone actually yeah that's that's two good picks. You know which of those do you pick? You know a lot of these games are eighteen plus is quite violent. Yeah. Does that mean that you don't include them? What it yeah it becomes like this whole thing make their own game the, the, the ICC is that another IOC or the I, whatever the Olympic committee is called they can commission some game developers and they can make their own game and put that into the Olympics I think it could be cool to maybe see game companies get together and do something you know maybe be like okay we're gonna have a really open system where people can easily rank, uh, game companies can easily rank and show off who's the best in the world at their game right now so you know who is the best you know objectively who is the best apex legends player who is the best pokken tournament player you know have this whole big list of just like all different kinds of games all in one easy to find spot that's sort of supported and uh data's given to uh this place by all of these major companies i think that would be really really awesome but i I don't actually, having talked about it now, in the past I've been very pro and Olympics, but actually I can see now it probably wouldn't work. And now I'm anti it. I've, t- I've turned. Oh, I think it'd be fun. I don't know. It'd be fun. It'd be very fun. But yeah, I think lots to work out. And we are unfortunately not the people who will be 
working this out. Unfortunately not. It'd be very I, cool. I feel like we could. I thought we could do a good job. <laughs> the Warthog's Olympics. Oh, I would lose every round. Oh, I, I, I don't think I'd be much better. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be much better. I, uh, I've, I've done okay this season. I've, I've, I've got a few season wins in Fortnite. I've got, a, I, I got a season win on day one of Apex Legends. Yeah, haven't played it since. <laughs> oh dear. It's battle Pass problems, man. They uh, respawn. Fans have been so angry. You can go through the battle pass. They were like, "Oh, week one, I got to like rank forty. This is great." Everyone on, uh, and this is like end of week one. I got to rank eight. I'm doing so well. Um, yeah, gaming's weird, man. Gaming's weird. What a, what a what a phrase. There we are. Gaming bad? Question mark. <laughs> Gaming bad. Uh, hopefully not. We'll we'll see. Maybe the maybe the PlayStation will save us next week. Get delivered. Gaming is bad. You know. Well, let's hope that the PlayStation Five does show up. I'll I'll be rooting for it. One of my few occasions where I won't be. uh, I'll be on Team PlayStation. Uh, Maybe I'll have to swap my banner on uh, on uh, that's around me right now to a blue one for next week. Uh, But until then. Uh, it's been a really fun time getting to talk to you all. Uh, hope you've all enjoyed if you're watching here on Twitch, if you're watching later on YouTube or on podcast services around the globe. Remember to give us a like, a subscribe, a comment, a five-star review, whatever, whatever's appropriate for your platform. Share us with your friends. We like talking about games. We're just here to have some fun and build some experience podcasting. But if you think we're fun, keep coming back. And uh, check out Instagram at the Warthog Podcast, I believe, on Insta. Uh, we post stuff. It's been a bit slow recently, but now that I have a, a more dedicated full-time job. I, I'll, I'll be able to work out when I can and can't post. So hopefully it'll get a bit more consistent again. I say that every week, but hopefully this week will be good. Uh, and until next week, uh, it's going to be a goodbye from me. It's bye from me. Bye. Bye. I'm going to close the stream. <laughs>